Hello and welcome back to the MTP Connect podcast. I'm Caroline Jewell. Thanks for joining us for part two of the Biomedical Translation Bridge Program finale event from Luna Park in Sydney. Back in May 2019, MTP Connect launched the Biomedical Translation Bridge Program, a $22.3 million initiative of the Medical Research Future Fund. BTB aimed to support the translation of new therapies, technologies and medical devices through to the proof of concept stage. And in a first for Australia, it did that by pairing funded projects with industry mentors and commercialisation experts. Three years on and a COVID-19 pandemic later, and the program is now moving to completion. To celebrate this milestone, we've brought together the 21 funded projects and our venture and education partners BioCurate, UniQuest, Medical Device Partnering Program, and the Bridge and Bridge Tech programs for this industry event in Sydney. My co-host hitting the floor with me today is Dr. Duncan McInnes, MTP Connect's Director of Stakeholder Engagement for New South Wales and the ACT. So let's jump into the rest of our chat with BTB awardees, Dr. Alison Thistlethwaite from MicRx, Jeremy Paul from Star Pharma, and venture partners, Dr. Mark Ashton from UniQuest, Linda Peterson, Dr. Tafel Reisinger and Dr. Eric Hayes, all from BioCurate, and Professor Lynn Griffiths from the BridgeTech program. I'm here with Dr. Alison Thistlethwaite from MicRx. And Alison, wondering whether you could tell us about your innovation that, that was supported through the BTB program. Sure. Um, so MicRx is a small company, um, a small biotech based in Melbourne, and we're developing um, small molecule inhibitors of the protein Mic, which would be um, ideally as a, a therapy for cancer treatment. And um, the BTB program funded a research project where we were trying to develop molecules um, to treat lung cancer. And tell us about the value that the BTB program has given the MicRx team. Oh, well, the funding um, was amazing for us to receive. We, um, over the course of the 18 months that our project ran, we um, were able to collaborate with uh, the CSIRO and other Australian research institutes such as Peter McCallum, um, Monash University, RMIT, St Vincent's Institute and Griffith University, um, who all um, helped us take our molecules, um, run them through a series of assays, uh, through, oh, make our molecules first up actually, that's <laughs> probably the important part, and then um, take them through a series of assays so that we could um, look at their um, activity and potency, selectivity and their uh, likelihood of them being a viable treatment um, in um, mouse models of cancer, which is obviously the first step on a, on a long development path to ideally getting a therapeutic drug for the clinic. And so is that where you've ended up? Oh, not yet. There's still a long way to go. Um, we have made some amazing progress. We've um, got some much greater understanding of, of how our drugs work and um, how they interact with the protein and the biology that underpins that. Um, but yeah, there's still there's still a, a, still a long a long road to tread before we're, um, we're at the point of getting anything into the clinic. But um, we did uh, secure, we've uh, filed some patents. And um, I think importantly for a very small biotech, we were a, a four-person company uh, when, we, when we started. And um, on the back of the data package that we were able to, to build with the BTB funding and other work that was going at the same time, we were able to secure uh, venture capital funding from a, um, 
investors in the US. And so we now um, have our CEO based in Vancouver. We have um, teams based, uh, team members in um, Vancouver, in LA, and also here in Melbourne. And, um, and we now have uh, CROs and other collaborators and advisors um, all around the world that are, uh, that are helping us advance our, our science. And it, and it probably wouldn't have happened to the same extent um, had we not had the BTB funding that we did have. Well, that's really exciting news. Tell us, uh, what sort of cancer treatment do you think this your product could be um, suitable for? Well, um, MYC is a protein that um, regulates how um, how quickly cells replicate, and um, it has been. There's many studies that have found that it is much more highly expressed in any kind of aggressive cancer, and so we think that it would be a therapeutic that it would be applicable to um, any kind of fast-growing cancer that has, especially the ones that have very poor prognosis. And at the moment, there's very limited treatment options for those cancers. So, so MYC is the protein is overexpressed in. A, over 50% of cancers and um, the level of MYC expression uh, usually correlates with the aggressiveness of that cancer. So the more aggressive the cancer is, the more MYC that's around and therefore, ideally, the more effective our drugs would be if we're targeting MYC. So, so that's, um, so yeah, the, the uh, potential market and the potential therapeutic impact could be huge. It's been a target of great interest for a long time, but it is, it is a very uh, tricky target. It's kind of known as an undruggable uh, protein or um, a disordered protein so it doesn't uh, inherently have a kind of clean binding pocket that a lot of other um, drugs target. Uh, so yeah there's there's been a lot of um, a lot of uh, companies including Big Pharma and other projects who have, who have tried and, and not yet succeeded and, um, and we're hoping that we can. Well we wish you all the best and we'll be keeping an eye on MICRX. Thank you for joining us at the BTV finale event. Thank you Caroline it's been great talking to you. This is Duncan McInnes here at the uh, finale of the Biomedical Translation Bridge Program. I'm here with Dr. Mark Ashton, Executive Director of Commercialisation at UniQuest. Mark, can you tell us about UniQuest's involvement with BTB? Uh, UniQuest is a venture partner of BTB. So we were involved with MTB Connect to apply to the government for the scheme. And then we do is we work with the partners in the therapeutic area to ensure that their applications are fit for purpose and, and uh, meet all the needs of the program. And then once, if they're uh, awarded the funding, we'll work with them to progress those applications, those projects through to the milestones to deliver on, on what the funding's meant to deliver on. And what does the involvement of UniQuest and the other venture partners bring to the BTB program in terms of the, the innovators and getting their products to market? It's really that uh, sort of experience. All of the venture partners are experienced in their particular areas. Um, so they bring specific uh, experience from industry, what industry is looking for. Ultimately, the program is to develop uh, um, programs, that projects that are commercializable. Um, so ultimately, it's going to be a venture investor that's going to invest in them or an industry partner that's going to license them. So what, what the venture partners like UniQuest bring is that ability to uh, guide researchers, whether they're SMEs or university researchers, and their projects through to a commercial outcome that will be attractive to industry or a venture group to invest in. And that's from the track record and experience that we have. So if I can talk about UniQuest, for example, we've commercialized a bunch of technologies, formed 125 companies, um, which have raised nearly a billion dollars of revenue. So we've been through that a number of times. We see some of the things that can go wrong, but some of the things that can go right. And we bring that experience to, to our partners on the program. 
and obviously UniQuest are known for their track record of success in commercialization. Was there anything new that you learned in taking part in BTB? Uh, anything new? I think you always learn things new. Um, I think um, one thing it just more more reaffirmed is that um, research is very unpredictable, and you and particularly. Um, COVID hit us right in the middle and how people have to be adaptable and resilient uh, in trying to reach the targets we've got. What, what impressed me so much through the program was that resilience of all of the uh, uh, project participants. Uh, essentially, uh, COVID, of the three years of the program, two years of that we were under a pandemic, uh, and yet still 19 of the 21 programs met their milestones, which really just speaks to the, the, the tenacity and, and the resilience of the, pro, the participants in reaching the milestones and wanting to make a difference in getting something that's going to impact patients' lives. Thanks so much, Mark. So UniQuest is a partner on both the BTB program and TTRA, and we, we thank you for your involvement and look forward to uh, continuing the relationship. Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. I'm here with Dr. Jeremy Paul from Star Pharma. Uh, Star Pharma were one of the projects that were awarded BTB funding during the special COVID-19 funding round in 2020. Jeremy, it's great to, to have you here up in Sydney with, uh, with us and all of the BTB awardee projects. Um, can you tell us what the BTB funding has meant for the development of Star Pharma's research project? Thanks, Carolyn. Lovely to be here. Um, so, yeah, look, we were very fortunate to receive the BTB award back in uh, September of 2020. Uh, and at that time, I guess we had, you know, earlier in 2020 as the COVID pandemic emerged, we had identified that our uh, chemical entity, SPL7013, had activity against the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And we had generated some initial data on that. We then uh, developed some formulations, identified the, I guess identified the opportunity to uh, develop a nasal spray that could uh, combat uh, infection and uh, had developed some formulations of the product and you know bench testing and so forth. Um, so at that point in September 2020 when we received the BTB funding, uh, it really helped to accelerate uh, some activities. Uh, we conducted activities in parallel and very quickly were able to finalise formulation activities, uh, conduct, clinic, uh, conduct some non-clinical and clinical studies and uh, then over the sort of end of 2020 and into the beginning of 2021 we uh, completed the regulatory dossier and, and uh, were able to uh, quickly register the product for uh, approval in Europe and, and the UK. And then shortly after that, we were able to launch the product. So I think, you know, within 12 months or less than 12 months, we had a launched product and, and the BTB program really helped sort of accelerate that, that program. What were the elements of the BTB program that were the most helpful as you looked to commercialise this uh, medical product? Uh, Look, I think the biggest sort of uh, impact that it had was giving us that sort of freedom to actually run some things in parallel, run some studies and, and take a bit of a risk on some things in, in parallel. Uh, and so that really helped expedite activities. Um, we had input from our partner, our venture partner at UniQuest uh, that really helped us uh, sort of bounce ideas back and forward and get some direction from them. Um, and 
uh, yeah, I think it, it was great collaboration with them and uh, helped us really expedite activities. So Star Farm is based in Melbourne and, and now you have a product that's, um, I guess, being uh, marketed all around the world. Must be a pretty exciting feeling for, for you and the team. It really is and it's something I think, you know, we've got a, a team at Star Farmer of established team of experienced, you know, product development and regulatory and quality people who, yeah, I think are, are proud to have been able to develop Viralees uh, that's now, as you say, marketed in UK and other countries around the world. Um, giving people, you know, we see feedback from customers uh, saying that they have... Uh, you know, very positive experiences with the, the product. And that, yeah, that sense of actually making a difference for someone is, is very fulfilling, I have to say. Well, it's great to hear from you and um, thank you for coming to the BTV finale event. Um, we look forward to celebrating more with you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Carolyn. I'm here with Linda Peterson from BioCurate. She's the Chief Operating Officer of BioCurate, one of our venture partners for the BTB program. And her team, uh, Dr. Tafel Reisinger and Dr. Eric Hayes. Could you tell us, um, Linda, what has been the, I guess, the highlight of this program for, for you and the team at BioCurate? I think the highlight has been um, the privilege to be able to have a to uh, spread our expertise and, and offer the sort of um, development and industry expertise that we've got in developing really promising new stage projects throughout Australia. Up until now, we've been limited to Melbourne and it's been great to have our team out there um, you know, helping others and seeing some great success along the way. I think it's obviously a, a massive uh, support for these awarded projects to have the Brains Trust of BioCurate sort of behind them or actually part of their team that sort of collaborative sort of focus, bringing, bringing people within the team very closely. Um, Dr. Eric Hayes, have you got anything to sort of add to, to that sort of experience? Uh, yeah, I think just a real pleasure to work with such a broad range of scientists across Australia and to cross-fertilise uh, some of the ideas that they've uh, come up with and really you know, work as a team to help them problem solve and get to the next uh, value inflection has been really uh, sort of valuable for us as a team to build the processes uh, and the things that we needed to do internally to make that happen for them. And um, Dr. Tafel Reisinger, tell us about your experience working with some of the um, awarded projects. Of course, uh, it's been a three-year journey um, from you know uh, the application stage, the mentoring, and also the uh, application. And uh, since 2020. Uh, we've been uh, supporting and advising uh, awardees. Um, different uh, stage of development, uh, different education, very exciting projects, and it's been um, exceptional to see them flourishing and see projects progressing and uh, having great achievements. Fantastic. Well, it's been really great to talk to you today. Thank you for coming to the celebration for the finale event for the BTV program. And um, we look forward to hearing more from some of the projects that you've been working um, on the team for. So thank you for joining us. This is uh, Duncan McInnes here with Professor Lynn Griffiths, Director of the Bridge and Bridge Tech programs. Lynn, can you tell us the involvement of Bridge and Bridge Tech in the BTB program, please? Yes, both Bridge and Bridge Tech has been the training arm of the Biomedical Translation Bridge program ever since it started. So we're foundation members of the program and I suppose what we do is we provide commercialization training 
for bridge, that is pharmaceutically orientated uh, commercialization folk, and bridge tech, which is more focused on training for um, the uh, medical devices, diagnostics and medical technology area. So we provide um, a venue for people to get information and we have online learning materials but we also provide seminars right across Australia um, and we also and keynote speakers at that. We have a flagship three-day symposium and this event that you've talked about is actually um, a really nice conjunction of those two programs together because um, we've made the third day of our Bridge Tech Symposium the finale of the BTB program as well. So it's, a, it's something we've been able to do together. Um, and we also make sure that we have plenty of networking events and a strong alumni. So people who are interested in commercialization, um, whether it's in the pharmaceutical industry or in the med devices industry, they quite often need to develop skills and have knowledge and to, uh, to learn more about IP, finance, um, regulatory requirements, etc. but they also need those networks too. So our contribution to BTB is to provide those networks, to provide those links, because our funding has come half from BTB, but the other half from our industry partners. And we have some stunning industry partners. So if we think about the Bridge Tech program, some of our partners are Cochlear, Siemens, Stryker, Vaxxas, Bosch, uh, plenty of other universities as well. Um, and if we think about the Bridge program, it's lots of big pharmaceutical companies such as Amgen, such as Novartis, such as Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and I've probably forgotten a few and they'll get mad at me, but regardless, there's plenty of pharmaceutical companies and other industry and training organisations that work together with us to make sure that they're good programs. And so we provide this to people who've secured uh, funding through VTB and maybe want to develop their commercialization skills or people who want to apply. If they want to also be involved, we're happy to upskill the next generation. And how do you think the involvement of Bridge, BridgeTech in the BTP program has helped these innovators bring their products closer to market? Well, we actually have a strong alumni for both programs. There's probably about 800 alumni now and we keep track of them so we can keep in contact and find out what they've been doing. So we know that there's been a, a big upsurge in the number of license deals, in the number of R&D contracts, in the number of startups, number of clinical trials, and also a number of products. So yes, there's some tangible outcomes by being involved because you can't do everything on your own. You need to learn how to do things and you need those networks to help you. So I, I think it's making a big difference. And um, it's currently the fifth year of the Bridge Tech program and this year we ran the bridge one for the sixth year. So we're looking at a, a group over a few years and sometimes it doesn't take just one year, but keeping in touch with those people, you can see the impact that it's having on them. And we're continuing both programs, the bridge and the bridge tech program for the next couple of years. Again, working with MTP Connect uh, now through CTCM and also through the Ready program as well. So we're happy to continue working with MTP Connect. Thanks so much for talking to us, Lynn, and thank you for the uh, involvement of Bridge and Bridge Tech in, in BTB and in M MTP Connect in general. This has been the MTP Connect podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our two-part series about our biomedical translation bridge program and the Australian innovations it has supported. You can find out more about all of the 21 BTB projects in the BTB Progress and Impact Summary Report, which is available on our website. Remember, it's easy to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you enjoyed the show, feel free to give us a rating. It really helps others find our podcast. Until next time.